Jason, good morning to you. I will not ask you about Wisconsin Green Bay and IUPUI, but I will ask you about NFL Sunday. And what was your biggest winner? Was it the Eagles? Uh, morning, Chelsea. Morning, Jake. No, we, we had a tough day yesterday. The, the betters did really yeah. a lot of favorites. We would have had a complete blackout without Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, that was really the only game we had a, had a really good win on. The Chiefs are always popular. Uh, a lot of people thought the spread of two wasn't enough, so money line and spread was both uh, strong for us. But that was about the end of the good news for books yesterday. All right, Jason, I want to ask you something because I think it's a popular uh, debate among like the sports betting community. Do betting splits matter? We see this all the time where, uh, you know, whoever will put out the betting splits and it says, you know, 79% of the public is on this, but, you know, 82% of the money is on the other side. How much do these things matter? Are these a real thermometer for where the sharp money is headed? No, because they're, they're skewed by one or two big players. If we've got a guy that's half a million on, which we did in a few games yesterday, it looks like all the public money's on one side, but it's just one customer. So as far as I'm concerned, they're close to useless. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about Jimmy G being out for the season for the Niners, and I, I, I love the Niners, at least before this injury, because of their defense, because Jimmy G, I think, is a little bit underrated as far as being that guy who can drive the court quarterback. But now he's done. How much has that affected future odds at the book when you're talking about San Francisco? Yeah, look, I think, I think with them beating Miami yesterday, they probably would have been the favourite in the NFC this morning with, if Jimmy was still there. They certainly would have been fairly close to the Eagles. Uh, instead, they're plus 1,100 to the Eagles, plus 500. So, you know, when we're down to what's effectively a third-string quarterback. It would be unprecedented. I think you guys probably have been following this game for longer than me, but I think it would be unprecedented for a third-string quarterback to uh, to take a team to, to a Super Bowl and win it. So... I suggest their odds will get bigger as time goes on, even with that remarkably good defense they have. Oh, for sure. I think also you have to look at it, the fact that the NFC doesn't seem to have quite as many contenders for the Super Bowl compared to maybe the AFC, because it's really just, what, the Eagles and the Cowboys? Where are you seeing the action come in when it comes to NFC teams? Is it squarely just the Eagles, or are we seeing any kind of love for the Cowboys? Well, up until about uh, 2 o'clock Pacific yesterday when Jimmy went down, the, the, the 49ers have been the best-back team in the last six weeks by probably 2x everybody else. We saw a lot of money in the first month of the season for the Eagles, but the Cowboys are the most popular team uh, in the NFC in terms of every game they're a loser. There's a, there's a huge fan base. So they're our biggest liability right now. Interestingly, they might, you're right, they're the two best teams, Chelsea, but one of them is going to be a wild card, and the other one's going to get home field advantage all the way through. So for this, uh, this game we have in a couple of weeks between the Eagles and the Cowboys in Dallas, it's going to be uh, very pivotal. We're talking with Jason Scott, the vice president of trading for BetMGM, in charge of setting the lines and the prices at the book. Jason, Tonight, we get the Bucs and the Saints in a battle for the NFC South in Tampa. And right now, the Bucs are laying three points. But that open with the Bucs laying six, five and a half points. So clearly, a ton of Saints money coming. Is it still coming in or are things start to even out a little bit? 
starting to even out. We've got some significant parlay liability. I mentioned yesterday there was quite a, a lot of favourites won. We've, we've got significant liability on the on the bucks through favourites of people that like the chalk parlay parlays. So us will be reticent to get below the three and a half, um, regardless of how much money comes. Right, and I was thinking this line opened at like what six, five and a half. It seems like a pretty huge jump, which I imagine, you know, you saw quite a bit of action come in on the Saints. But at what point does the pendulum swing like the other direction? As betters, do we see the opening line and think, well, maybe this is where this line should be? And do we jump on the value? Because when you see like, you know, people say quote unquote sharp betters, but they were playing that number, they're not playing the three and a half, they already got it at a better price. Do you think there's any value on the Bucks? Ah, well, there certainly will be if it gets to three. I think we'll be. I think we'll get knocked over if we go three. Wouldn't surprise me. Often we see a yo-yo effect where where a line comes down two, two and a half, three points, tends to jump back up a half a point or a point the other way late with people either playing the middle or or, or seeing value there. It's not a great middle to play when you get left with four and five though. Uh, they're not numbers that, that land on a bit, but we'll see We'll see a little bit of that. Jason, we've got the college football playoff set now with Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. How difficult is it for you to set these lines compared to other games, and are you seeing any early money come in whatsoever? Because this is really early. Yeah, look, these are... These are probably the easiest lines of the year to set. I mean, yeah. they're, they're teams, in terms of college football, they're teams that have had lots of publicity. Uh, there's not a lot hidden. Everybody's seen them. Everybody's watched watched them all year. Uh, look, these are easy games. The rest of the season, these bowl games are an absolute debacle, obviously, with, with the guys going to the NFL, dropping out one by one. Uh, we're, from a bookmaker's point of view, we'd love to have a date where those have said they're going to play tell us but um, it, it, it's there. It's a really tricky time, the bowl season, but the actual playoffs aren't too bad. All right, so looking forward to this week in the NFL, are there any lines that were either particularly tough to set or uh, any lines that kind of jumped out to you as being like, wow, this is our number? Uh, I must admit, Chelsea, I... I haven't even, you know, I've got a pretty big team and my, I haven't personally even had it. My head hasn't moved past uh, yesterday. Um, but the, the, the line that to me that when I had a quick look last night that seems uh, attractive to me uh, is the Jets at the Bills. I think nine and a half. Uh, the, Jets, the Jets defense is good. Division match, they know each other. I thought it's the one that if there's any that look a little bit big, it might be that one. Jason, I know the United States is now out of the World Cup, but I would bet with so many people just wanting a little action on that game, especially here in the States, I would think that you cleaned house because so many money, so much of the money was coming in on the Americans to maybe pull an upset. Yeah, clearly, clearly the best soccer result we've ever had at that MGM. Uh, wow. In terms of handle, in terms of handle and the results. So look, to be honest, the World Cup's been this year has been a bonanza for bookmakers. We've had upsets. Yesterday was probably the exception. Uh, pretty much every day, something something odd happened. Um, it was great for interest in the country for America to to qualify for the round of 16. Even though it did cost us a little bit of money along the way, but um, yeah, bookmakers can't complain about the World Cup this year. I think all of us need Brazil not to win, but 
uh, we can live with that if they do. All right, I'm going to end, at least for me, on something that's not a curveball. Sorry to ask you a curveball question earlier, but what is your best bet of the day? We always ask you this. Where do you think uh, customers should maybe put their money? Yeah, look, I usually want to go to the football, but if there's two teams that I've got wrong all year, it's the two plays tonight, so I'm going to get a wide berth of uh, Tampa and New Orleans. Let's go to the NBA. Uh, the Celtics and the, and the Raptors... Uh, spread the, the line, their total, there's 226.5. Let's bet under that one. He is the Vice President of Trading for BetMGM, and he joins us each and every Monday here on the show. It is our friend Jason Scott. Jason, great insight as always. We appreciate it.